Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to another Sparting 160 EN podcast. This is podcast number 40. Uh, I, I think this is going to be a fairly lighthearted fucking podcast for the first time in months. But anyways, let me get straight to the panel. Uh, oh, crap. Wait. There you go. Sorry. Uh, let me get straight to the panel. Uh, starting off with uh, Steph. Steph, how you doing, bro? I'm doing great. I mean, uh, we won today against uh, our old-time rival, Bifika. So I'm doing really great. Good to hear, good to hear. And, of course, we're also here with Chris. Chris, how you doing, bro? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, you know, typically, I try to you know, analyze everything uh, as objectively and, uh, you know, uh, as, uh, you know uh, as I can, uh, try to analyze everything the best I can, uh, use logic in analyzing things. But uh, on today's, like today's, it's, it's tough to be a uh, completely logical and not just be uh, a reactionary buffoon because uh, this was awesome. And, you know, we don't get too many of these, especially this season. So feels good. feels really good. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well said. Um, all right. Uh, before we get into the, the big big talking point, uh, which was uh, our one nothing win against Befica today, uh, we're going to uh, quickly discuss the uh, Shav game that happened over the weekend. Um, where uh, we went to went to Shaj, went to Trajmont, and beat them three one. Um, starting eleven was as followed: we had Renan Ribeiro in net, we had Stefan Ristovski, Kwatz, Mathieu, uh, Borja in defense. Our midfield was Gudeli, Bruno Fernandes, and Wendel. Acuña and Rafinha on the wings, with Luis Philippe up front, actually scoring his first well, his first two goals for Sporting. Um, Chris, I'll start off with you first. What did you think of the game, bro? Um, I definitely thought uh, it was a good, um, a good start uh, to the game. We, we came out and, and kind of bossed them, and um, I thought that uh, I thought that the early goal uh, was well deserved for sure. It was good to see Philippe um, scores first goal for us. Uh, definitely his best game, uh, not just because he scored uh, two goals, obviously, but I thought he 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 played well, um, and then. Uh, um, in the second half, uh, Shavs immediately went down to uh, 10 men. Uh, and then, funny enough, they actually grew into the game um, after that. Uh, and uh, they were able to to get a goal. Um, I, I wouldn't say that they necessarily uh, earned it, but um, they they definitely they definitely played uh, much better um, in that window between like the 50th and 65th minute once they got that goal. Um, and then uh, it was kind of uh, all sporting uh, from the rest uh, from the rest of the for the rest of the game. Um, I definitely think that uh, we deserved the result. It, it seemed like one of those games where it's like, uh, is this is this really going to happen? They're going to have one shot and one goal, and we're going to tie this one one. Uh, but uh, we uh, we had a Bruno Fernandes bomba. Um, the guy's uh, been unbelievable this season. Hopefully, with each goal he scores. Add another five mil to the price tag because at this point he he's going to be literally irreplaceable. Um, probably uh, low key offsides uh, by Acuna on the on the bounce back uh, after the corner kick. Uh, I didn't even fully realize that they didn't even you know, show it during the game. I guess the VAR completely missed it too. I didn't even notice it until afterwards. Um, 
So uh, not to take anything away from the finish because it was it was incredible, but uh, 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 it probably shouldn't have counted. Um, but nonetheless, uh, then their goalie got hurt. He was down for like ten minutes. It wasted so much time. Um, and I was like, at first, I was like, because at that point it was still one one, and I was like, all right, uh, you know, at least <laughs> at least we're gonna have a shit ton of stoppage time. But then at the end, by the end of it, after the Rostovsky VAR BS uh, and their Chavs player getting the red card uh, changed, um, plus the, him being down for so long, there was like 12 minutes of added time. And I was like, we're up 2-1. The last thing we want right now is 12 minutes of stoppage time. <laughs> but uh, they really didn't create much. Um, you know, the times that they felt threatening, they weren't really creating chances they were just like generally like in our half but they weren't super threatening like i didn't feel like uh like they were you know about to score or anything but it's just nerve-wracking because all it takes obviously is one chance um and then philippe uh, got a you know a second goal kind of in garbage time there on the break i uh, kind of sealed it for us um so uh in the end it's a, it's a good result obviously we needed three points but i got dropped points we, we move up into third um, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it had its sketchy moments, obviously, uh, like any road game this season, but, uh, deserved winners. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, like, like every road game, really. <laughs> um, Steph, I'll pass it off to you. What did you think of, uh, the shop Spartan game, bro? Well, I, I feel the same way as, uh, as Chris uh, just mentioned. Um, we started strong and then, um, uh, we scored the goal and we, I really thought we had the, the game under control, at least in the first half. And then here comes the second half. Um, Shabs with the man down, I thought, hey, we're going to seal this, you know, score another goal and uh, wrap it up. But no, we, for some reason, we dropped the lines and we let Shabs uh, grow, grow into the game. And, uh, and they tied the game again. Uh, it's something I don't get it. When we up at one, one man, we let Shabs into the game. Uh, then luckily, when you have a world-class player like Bruno uh, Fernandes, uh, that, that amazing goal off Acuna cross, a lucky bounce back, he got back. And then first first touch, I mean, that was a great volley. Yeah, it was. Unbelievable. I mean, he didn't even try to stop it with his chest. He just bang, And I was like, wow. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Even the goalie was like, forgot Nusson. He didn't have a chance. He, he couldn't believe it. He was like, whoa, what kind of kick was that? So he saved the day. And then um, it was uh, Felipe's game, and he scored the second time to, to really seal the game. But like Chris said, all it takes in close games like that, it's a, a cross, an indirect kick, or a direct kick, or a corner of a corner, and bang, and they tie the game. But luckily, we got the three points. But I just don't get it that why we, when we winning by one up, we have the tendency of dropping the lines. Like today against, and we'll talk about Bifika, but I'm glad that we, we scored towards the end because we have the tendency of scoring one goal and dropping the lines, and then it's suffering until the end, like it was the last 15 minutes against Bifika. But against Shops, uh, to wrap it up, we deserved to win. We had more chances of golden shops. Um, and uh, the three points are very important because we took advantage of Braga losing against uh, Porto. 
and now we regained the third place. Nothing for nothing, but it does feel better to be in third place and fourth place. Um, so we're still kind of far from the second place, which is also the first place, eight points. Um, but we still have seven games left, uh, left and uh, seven, seven times three is 21 points. So you never know. I'm not being optimistic, but I'm not being pessimist. I'm just like in between. Uh, I, st I still think we have a, a shot, uh, but it's a long shot, of course. Um, but I'm very content that we won the three points and we didn't slip like a pri uh, prior year years when yeah. Braga loses, we lose too. The, so this time we took advantage. Uh, so congrats to the whole team. And, um, and uh, that's it. Yeah, no, uh, uh, I agree with you there. Um, not even prior years, I mean, prior weeks, you know, Braga would drop points and, and we would also, you know, bottle it and also drop points. So it was, it was good to see that, uh, um, you know, because I definitely had my doubts once we went 1-1. Uh, but uh, like like every like both of you guys have said, uh, deserved winners from our part. We played the better game. Uh, Braga, I mean, they woke up uh, when they went down ten men. Fair enough for them, you know. Uh, um, you know, they scored a pretty good goal, and and, and they were kind of chasing after that goal once they went down for ten to ten men. Uh, but after that, ten minutes went. Sporting started chasing the 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 the, the game. Um, we started attacking more. Um, just a quick mention, actually, before I forget, I, I, I really enjoyed uh, Luis Philippe's first goal. Um, I mean, not really just for him, but I mean, as, as a whole, like the whole team uh, play of it. Um, it was really like peak Kaiser ball, I guess you can say, with, with us passing between the lines. And then um, Christofsky, low cross into the box. And Luis Philippe, really all he had to do was, you know, tap it in. So, uh, um, yeah, um, Chavs went down to 10 men in the fifth minute. Uh, second yellow to Jefferson of uh, of Shavs, though in the thirty something minute when he did see his first yellow, could have easily been a, a straight red on on Bruno Fernandes that studs up. Um, and then of course we go to uh, actually before we go there, um, Chris, uh, Chris, I'll pass it off to you um, for for that for for the Shavs goal. Um, we can sort of complain of you know Quatrenan and Ristovsky were sort of in that area. Um, and then, of course, the 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 Shavs attacker goes through it and, and scores basically on an empty net. Who would you place the blame on, if 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 any at all, really? But who would you place the blame on on, on that goal? Um, of the of the people uh, to place the blame on, uh, it's difficult. I mean, uh, to decide who whose man it is because the guy just kind of runs clean through. I'd say it's probably a combination of Rostovsky and Kowats. I'd probably say 60% Rostovsky, 40% Kowats. Uh, that guy, it's a, it probably should be Rostovsky's man. And if he's passing him off to Kowats, he, he obviously didn't tell him. Uh, yeah. because, well, first off, Rostovsky's behind Kowats, so he's playing him on. Like your, your outside back shouldn't be deeper than your center backs. That's always a recipe for disaster um so he, he he's he's playing him on he doesn't track him he doesn't tell Kowats, and then the guy just kind of runs clean through uh i mean it's tougher and on i mean obviously it's a one-on-one -on -one situation it was kind of a yeah. weird finish uh kind of i don't even think he, he hit the ball 
the way he wanted it to, but it, it kind of worked out. And then Rostovsky's kind of overrunning it then, uh, and the ball just kind of rolls past him because he, all his momentum is taking him towards the ball, and then the ball gets cut back the other way, and he can't really regain his footing to clear it off the line. So kind of a mess uh, all around, but I'd say it's probably more Rostovsky's fault than uh, anyone else. Although I will say Kowats didn't have his best game that he's had, um, uh, especially passing the ball. He turned the ball over a lot. Um, So it's kind of annoying uh, when we're trying to build out of the back and we're losing the ball in our own half because that kind of gives teams like Shav's life. Um, they, they'd rather create chances off of uh, turnovers in, in the other half than, than build their own. So um wasn't really uh, playing to, to – it was playing right into their hands, basically, by doing that. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, I mean, off to, uh, to, to really the, the talking point of the game, and I'm going to ask for both of your opinions. But, Steph, I'll start with you. Um, the, the controversial red card uh, on, on Ristovsky when – Potentially, it should have been a red card to, to, to the Shavs player for being Rafinha. Uh, so the first question is, should have Shavs uh, seen a second red card uh, on that instance with Rafinha going through? And then, of course, second, um, do you agree with I, – I, I did hear some mumblings of some people agreeing with, with the red card. Do you agree that uh, with the red card on Kristofsky, or do you think it's as ridiculous as everybody else does? Yeah, of course I don't agree with the uh, red card. When you look at the, the replay, you could see that he touches the ball first and what is he supposed to do? Uh, he can't stop. He's, he's in motion. He's sliding. So it's impossible unless he never played, you played soccer in your whole life. That That's when you, you make those kind of uh, dumb assumptions. Oh, you could have done it like this and like that. No. I mean, just look at the way he tackled the, the Savage player. He hit the ball first. It was a clean play, because if if that was if that was a bad card, how come the foul wasn't called? And then second of all, we're gonna have penalties, twenty penalties per game, uh, every fucking weekend. So, no, it was a bad call by Manuel Mota and the VAR. And it's amazing that even with the TV and replay and all the different angles, they still got it wrong. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I did a tweet earlier because uh, it was announced that Liga Naj, I thought they already had it, but I, I guess not. Liga Naj is coming out with uh, with video, with um, goal line technology. And uh, I mean, jokingly, I said, let's 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 find a way for them to fuck this one up, too. Um, but anyways, Chris, I'll, I'll, I'll give you uh, I want your opinion on this, too. What did, what did you make of uh, Ristovsky's red card? Uh, I mean, I don't think I don't think it's a red card. Uh, do or, or is it a card at all? Do you think that they were right to push the play back and that there is a foul on that Ristovsky commits? No, I don't. I don't think it's a foul. Um, I think that he he wins the ball first. Uh, I don't really even think he's going studs up because I mean obviously you can win the ball and and still have a foul, but um, I I think that it, it's not as clean as a whistle. But I mean it, it's it's clean for sure. Yeah. Um. Uh. He, there is contact after the ball, obviously, but uh. Um. I mean, it's not a foul. It's definitely not a red card, and it's probably it's probably not a foul. Um. It's pretty amazing that he turned a straight red for Shavs 
into a straight red for Sporting. Uh, I mean, that's that's pretty amazing. Um, so my my question is is if theoretically he wanted to call that a foul and not give it any card, he just said, that, okay, this was a foul on Rostovsky. Would the VIR even allow him to do that? Could he just rescind the red card and then give Shavs a free kick, no card at all for Rostovsky? Because um, I, I think the, the VIR you can you can change a, a into a, a you can change to see if it's a red or a yellow, and then look at the mm-hmm. VAR and then decide to give the player a yellow card. Um, so I, I don't. I mean, I don't understand why he he wouldn't have done that. Uh, I mean, if he's deeming it to be a foul, clearly he's deeming it to be you know reckless, studs up, whatever. And I don't really, I don't really see that. It's it's pretty amazing. Uh, I mean, I think when I when I saw him go to the VAR, I just thought he was checking to see if he was the last man back the Shavs player to see if it was a yellow or red for him. And then mm-hmm. on the VAR on the screen, they're showing the Rostovsky incident. And you're like, Oh, okay, come on. They're going to say it's a foul. And then, and then, and then call it back. Cause there was a foul. And then he, he's like, Oh, well, I already got the red card in my hand. Uh, I might, as, might well as well use it. Yeah. yeah. It's ridiculous. Fuck. Ridiculous. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I think he wins the ball. Uh, you, you can't, he can't stop himself mid-slide to, to not hit the, the defender. And you even notice he, he sort of tucks his heel, like his, his cleats away. So it's not really going studs up. At best, his shins are, are taking out uh, the, uh, I don't know if he's a left or right ringer, but whatever, the, the, the winger for Shavs or, or whatever, whoever the player was. So the fact that they took it back and, 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 and then gave him the red card, I think, like that's ridiculous. So like super ridiculous just to take away another deserved red card. Um, and then uh, of course, one of the things that pisses me off about that is just the inconsistency. Um, you know, hours prior to that uh, on the Braga, on the Braga Porto game, there's a, a tackle even worse than that. That doesn't get the ball. That's, that's a yellow card that the referee gives um, earlier in that game. Jefferson goes off his feet he jumps, dives into Bruno Fernandes, doesn't get the contact of the ball, studs up, and he gave that a yellow. But Kristofsky winning the ball. One, the VAR, I don't know where VAR was to be like, yo, this is a straight red. But two, um, I, I don't understand how VAR is bringing that back even to the Kristofsky play. You know what I mean? It's it's uh, it, it's shocking to me. Um, and, and really, um, you know, because that, that weekend, you know, there was three big games back to back on on uh, uh, Saturday. Um, you know, we seen controversial plays coming Braga Porto. We seen controversial calls in Chav uh, Sporting. We even seen controversial calls Befica Tondela. Befica could have possibly gotten a penalty, um, but at the same time, they could have also they they deserved the red card on that Trab um, tackle right towards the end. Um, that that for some reason didn't see a red. Uh, again, I'll ask both of you, uh, Chris. I'll start with you this time. I, I feel like we've mentioned it a few times, but I mean, enough is enough, right? Like, what kind of solutions can the league bring? Because um, it's either corrupt or a bunch of idiots, and and I and I don't understand. I, I don't think I don't know which one would be worse between the two. You know what I mean? So, wh- what possible solutions can you bring to 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 help out the officiating? Um, well, I mean, I, I, in all honesty, this was this Rostovsky incident. This is the first, I think this is, I mean, that I've seen at least. I mean, I, I haven't watched every 
you know, Boa Vista Santa Clara game. So I don't know aware yeah. of another incident like this, but usually when they bring it back like this, it's to review a foul before a goal. I've never seen a red card decision being reviewed for a foul in the buildup, you know? It, so, I mean, it's definitely kind of setting a, a dangerous precedent. Um, and uh yeah i mean I, I don't even i don't even know what the solution is at this point this weekend uh would lead me to believe that it's a bunch of idiots uh as opposed to it being corrupt even though i do think it's a combination of both uh on uh, on a macro level uh but on a micro level of this weekend um i, I definitely just think they're they're a bunch of idiots cuz <clears throat> i mean yeah i'd say out of the big 3 i think porto probably benefited the most because I think that first PK is a bit of a phantom PK. Me too. Um, and Benfica also um, didn't really benefit from the officiating at all. Sporting certainly didn't benefit from the officiating. So, I mean, I, I think it just has been bouncing back and forth recently who's getting the calls and who's not getting the calls. And uh, it'd be interesting if you could you know, break down, like, the the controversial decisions that each team's gotten it over the season to see who's benefited the most. I know people like to point to a uh, sporting has 12 PKs. I mean, I'd say probably nine of them are actual PKs. Maybe three of them are more questionable, but it's not like just the existence of PKs doesn't mean you're getting the refs benefit, Favorite. you know? Exactly, yeah. It, yeah. It just, uh, so it's, 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 it's a complicated issue. Yeah. Agreed. And, and Steph, I'll, I'll pass it off to you. Um, do you, have, do, you, do you have any solutions for to help out the, the referees in, in Portugal? Uh, no, I don't think there's uh, a solution at all. Unless uh, unless you demote all of them. And um, then they they call they call me and you and Chris and then we'll replace them. I don't I have no <laughs> fucking clue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, <laughs> it's um, they, they just um, uh, poorly trained. You could see. I don't think. I, I don't think this year's corruption because there's so much under the microscope going on. I mean, you're talking about uh, Itupeda, um, uh, emails, uh, vouchers, uh, cash ball. Uh, there's too much, too many investigations going on to think it's corruption. Um, me personally, I think it's it's a bunch of idiots, really. Uh, uh, poorly trained. The VAR is a new thing. I'll give them that much. It's a it's a new concept. Uh, but but Manuel Mota's in that play. He looked like a fucking police in the in the intersection. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? I I thought he was like controlling traffic. He kept on going this way, that way, that way. I was getting dizzy by just by looking at him. Um, so the solution will be whoever uh, referees are up and coming. Um, train, train them properly. Uh, so if, if, if the best referees, if the best training is in, for example, in England, train them in England. Uh, but don't let them be trained by Portuguese referees or Portuguese instructors or I don't know who's, who's training them because they suck because all of our referees suck. Name me one referee that, that you could say without any doubt, this guy is pretty good. Maybe Suarez? Arthur Suarez, maybe. Mm, and even still. Uh, you, you know what I mean? Uh, mm. Sousa, talvez, maybe. Mm. 
you know? So, Sorry. Sorry, my dog. He's crazy, bro. Timba, bro. Relax, man. I, th I thought it was you barking, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Banu Sporting 160, I, I always hear a dog, too. I don't know if it's... <laughs> I don't know if it's Zell's one. You know what? If it's if it's Zell, it makes all the sense because Zell also always loses connection. I always lose connection. If it, if the dog noises comes from him, my dog noises comes from me, bro. Me and Zell are just, you know, separated by birth, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but to, to wrap it up, I think um, what the Portuguese league has to do is do a, a really good research and say, listen, the best the best training being given with the uh, with the VAR and uh, is in this country, so let's train our up-and-coming referees or let's bring those instructors into our country, do a little academy, and, and train our people properly, the up-and-coming referees, and these ones too, of course, they, they have to... I think it's a lack of, uh, of training. Uh, yeah. It's too many inconsistencies because they should be going back to, like you said, to the Braga-Porto game, which Porto won, but... That was a big favorite to them. Those penalty kicks, I'll say both. They're very, very soft. And and uh, go back to the Benfica Tondela game. Going back to Boa Vista Santa Clara game. Then compare those games and, and, and look at those plays and say, listen, this play was similar to this one. How come you showed a yellow and how come you showed a red card? We have to be all on the same page. I don't know. How many times a week or a month they get together, the referees, to compare all that? I don't, I don't know if they do it at all, but they should. They should. And, um, but our referees, that's why... ...them in the Champions League, and uh, we just suck. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. And uh, I mean, to sort of answer my own question, I, I, I only I only see two solutions. Uh, and even still, I'm not too sure how 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 well these solutions will be. Um, one is either foreign referees uh, like we've seen in uh, in England just this week or last week. Um, um, they, they sort of went to go grab one of the better uh, referees in the Australian League in the A-League. And uh, he's currently going to be managing at the championship. And if all goes well, he'll, he'll make a way up to the uh, Premier League. So uh, I think if, if, if we're really ambitious and, and really at the very minimum to put some sort of fear of God into these Portuguese referees, because uh, if they're not refereeing in Portugal, they're not refereeing elsewhere, right? Um, so even, even if it's just a slight threat and just, you know, bring over one, you know, maybe... Uh, a Polish referee or, or you know, basically of a, of a country with an inferior league and sort of poach their great, like one of their better referees, you know, see where that goes. Um, and then, or not, we, we have to just start finding these referees because uh, it, it's, it's not even a, it's a, sorry, it's not even a Spartan thing. It's, it's really a, um, a, a Portuguese league thing because it's, it's, you know, games uh, against Braga or for Braga, they get helped or, or, or they get screwed over. Guimarães gets helped or screwed over. Stuval, Belenins. So it, it's really been a league thing. When I mentioned corruption, I was just sort of saying it as a joke, but, um, but yeah, anyways, uh, Mike here on the, on the uh, chat also says to wear mics. I would also like that too, you know, to, to hear what they're saying. Um, but anyways, back towards the game. So this isn't just a referee thing. Um, really, my last my last question will be um, 
Um, who's your man of the match? Uh, and Chris, I'll, I'll start off with you. Who did you think was the best performer, uh, performer uh, against Shots? Um, I think we need to pretty much add a little asterisk to this these days. Just so otherwise, it'd be the same player. Oh, <laughs> true. Uh, sorry, let me rephrase that. Not of the match either than Bruno Fernandes. That's a good point. <laughs> um, so I think that uh, it's probably um, Luis Philippe uh, and Wendell. Um, I thought Wendell had a really good game, particularly in the first half. Um, and I thought Luis Philippe uh, played well. Obviously, he scored two goals. Um uh, put his name on the score sheet for sporting for the first time. And, uh, um, you know, I thought his movement was well. I mean, he gives something Bazdas doesn't. He, he's not the most technical player either, but, uh, I mean, he, he, I think his, his movement is, is probably better. I mean, that Bazdas is, is, is just basically you got to cross the ball into him. Um, and, I mean, Bazdas's finishing was hasn't even been good recently. Um, so overall, I think Philippe is probably not as good of a finisher, but I mean, in the current form that they're in, they're probably about the same and, uh, Philippe has probably, he runs around more better movement. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I've enjoyed him the last two games relatively. Yeah. Fair. And, uh, Steph, uh, what about you? Yeah, to me, um, I liked, uh, Acuna. um, he's, uh, he's just phenomenal. I mean, the way he runs up and down that left wing, it's unbelievable. Um, and also, of course, Bruno Fernandes was amazing. He's the, uh, he's the motor they keep, he's the engine, the, you know. And, and him and Wendell now, they, they complement each other quite well. So, and Luis Flip, yeah, of course. Um, the first two goals he scored with Sporting, uh, big, big weight off the shoulders. You could see he's the sign of relief when he, he scored his first goal. He was celebrating in a unique way. Yeah. Um, and I agree with Chris. Um, uh, Luis Felipe is more mobile than uh, Bajdost. He controls the ball better. Um, he dribbles better as well. And it's, it was just a question of confidence. And I think he, uh, he regained it back. And he could be a very important player. For, the, for this season still, we still have eight games left. So I'm counting the final that passed in Portugal on the 25th of May. And the seven games left in the Champions League, in, uh, in the championship, Portuguese championship. Yeah. So, so I think he's, he's going to be a very important player. And these two goals he scores against Shops uh, will, will be a, a very important motivation factor for him for the remaining of the season. So, yeah, and that's it. Yeah, fair. And, and I'll give it also to Luis Philippe. Um, you know, you guys have said it all. And especially his second goal was well taken. You know, uh, he still had a lot to do. Um, he, he still had to make that run. Um, you know, I've seen I've seen players miss from that angle, too. So it's not like you have a, a big, you know, space to shoot at, at that angle. So, Or, or not miss from that angle or fall for a PK. True. Yeah, very true. He, he stayed. He stayed strong. Good yeah, point. Yeah, he felt. He felt the contact, and he decided no. If we're going that, and I'm gonna, uh, you know, go for the goal, and I like that because sometimes Same. the referee you don't call those kind of PKs. So I'm, I, I like that very much. Yeah, yeah, I, I did too. Um, 
And yeah, um, so we'll, we'll get straight into the to the Benfica game now. Um, similar lineup, just one change, which was uh, Bruno Gaspar in for, for the suspended Ristovsky. Um, everything else stayed, stayed the same. Luis Felipe up top, Wendell, Bruno Fernandes, Gudeli in the middle, Rafinha going on the wings, Borja, Mathieu, Quach, of course, like I mentioned, Bruno Gaspar and Ribeiro in net. Um, Chris, I'll, I'll pass it off to you. What did you think of the game, bro? Uh, I was very... Uh pleasantly surprised the way that sporting came out um they came out hot uh right out of the gate um they're playing aggressively um they had some shots um none of them were really great chances at first but i mean it was a promising sign that they were at least creating chances benfica really wasn't doing anything um and uh and then uh, benfica kind of slowly started to, to grow into the game but i think overall um, their main threat was off the break. Um, Sporting was kind of left exposed uh, a couple times, um, and thankfully, Bifiga weren't ever able to to capitalize on that. Uh, but uh, I, I definitely think that we were much better uh, in the first half, um, and then in the second half, um, we once again came out uh controlling the 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 chances and the game in the first in the first like 20 minutes of the, of the second half um and then uh i mean bifica had you know one or two chances uh, as well i mean they weren't completely terrible today but i definitely think that we were better um and then you know right around the 75th minute we had well just before we scored kaiser kind of through the kitchen sink at them, put Elodi in to go three at the back, and then we immediately score right after that with that great Bruno Fernandes goal. Yeah. So then we kind of had to improvise to, to, to shore up the back line, and Elodi ends up playing uh, like right back, um, which is definitely uh, not an ideal situation <laughs> ever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it was kind of predictable that we were gonna obviously kind of pack it in. Um, Benfica really didn't. Um, I mean, they had that one, they had that one chance, um, uh, right at the end, um, like eighty fifth minute. Uh, but I mean, it never really felt like they were. I mean, they were obviously closer uh, than Chavs ever was. Uh, uh, at the weekend, um, and it, it seems like their main threats and their their opportunities were kind of squandered because they had a couple chances off the break where they were like four on three or three on two, and there was an open man on the opposite side if they could have just gotten it to them, um, but they never did. Um, some shoddy officiating again, uh, just pretty overall bad. I don't really think he benefited either team he was just inconsistent and, and bad uh, bruno fernandez just got hacked every time he got the ball um a very inconsistent use of his yellow cards the yellow card for gudeli in the first half was so bad um oh, yeah. didn't really alter the game at all but it was just bad um i mean we we had a couple i mean if you just look at it like the players that they had that played well i mean there really weren't any no one no one stood out to me on benfica i mean pz had an okay game i think seferovic too he had a he had 
he was probably the better their better player. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jardel also played uh, their central back yeah. Diaz and Jardel are all right, but I mean, I thought we had a, a bunch of players that played uh, pretty well. Um, or at least like above their average. I thought Goodelli was above his average. Bruno Gaspar above his average. Um, you know, uh, Renan Ribeiro was 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 decent. Um, you know, Rafinha was a bit frustrating, but I mean, I'd say it was about average performance for him. He was a bit uh, not non clinical. Was probably the way I would describe him. He was putting himself in the right areas, but he just wasn't capitalizing on anything. But, yeah, I mean, it just felt really good to get this result. Um, that Bruno Fernandes goal was was fantastic. Obviously, it had to be him. Um, you know, Svilar never had a chance. Uh, I was frustrated we weren't putting more shots on target um, because that guy is just a frangu waiting to happen. Um, so definitely didn't fully take advantage of, of that, but, um, I'm just really happy that, that we're in the final again. And uh, I saw a tweet um, uh, in Brun- in George Jesus's three years, he got to the cup final and won a toss of the Liga. And Kaiser's done that in, in six months. So, I mean, yep. just kind of interesting. It's a good point. That is a really good point. Uh, Steph, uh, throw it off to you, bro. What did you think of the game? A great, great game by Sporting. Very consistent this time, even though um, uh, we, a couple of plays that uh, uh, Bifike got us on the, the counterattack mode could have been avoided big time. Seferovic uh, uh, was in his day today because I remember one play clearly, a great pass from Pizzi, uh, which he, he beat Coates and, uh, and uh, Machir. Uh, Quats kind of cut his angle, made it more difficult for him, and then he missed the goal, the the goal against uh, Rene. Uh, but he he was all by himself inside the box. That scared me a little bit. Then I got another another play, great play by uh, Seferovic again, a header, which he missed just by a few inches. But I think Rene, uh, he had a Rene had it under control because he was covering the post, um, and then. Um, uh, Juan Felix had another great play as well, with uh, which he could have um, scored, uh, but he was off sync today, which is good. Uh, uh, you know, I'm not complaining. Um, uh, and but overall, it was a good performance by 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 Sporting. We just we just have to be more conscientious about losing the ball ball in the midfield. That that that's 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 so dangerous when we lose the, the ball ball in midfield. But besides besides that, the, even Bruno Gaspar was uh, he had a, a a solid performance. I'm not gonna say in a scale of one to ten, I'll give him a seven, but a very solid performance by Bruno Gaspar. I think you know feeling the pressure from from the fan base. Uh, I'm pretty sure he reads the newspapers. He he, he hears what people say. Um, I'm pretty sure that um, you know made him play much better. Uh, again, great performance by Wendell. I think yeah. he was amazing today. Uh, just just uh, the way he, he carries the ball and he stops and he goes to the left, goes to the right to throw off the the opponents. It's just amazing. It's amazing to watch him play. Uh, Bruno Fernandes. I don't even, I don't even know what to say about that fucking guy anymore. He's just great. Uh, Acuna again. I mean that guy. From the first minute until the the last minute, 
he still runs the same way, the same speed, the same consistency. It's just an, an amazing, amazing. Um, so, you know, overall, the team was, was, was amazing. Uh, everyone played well. Uh, to beat to beat uh, uh, Benfica uh, uh, that's playing well like this, it, it's you need a good team, and uh, we we proved to everybody that uh, when we play at all all the cylinders, we can beat the best. And today that's what we did, and we now now we're in the final in Jamor on the twenty fifth of May. Yeah, yeah, man, agreed. Um... And just quickly on Wendell, I think Wendell's like the most underrated player on our team. I think uh, he, he really goes underappreciated. Bye, can you say something more? Okay, um, Anyway, sorry, I thought my dad wanted to say something about Sporting, but yeah, um, <laughs> um, man, like the team, the team played with. Some... Os meus amigos aqui uh, é são, são da América. Yeah. Eles já disseram alguma coisa a respeito do vermelho do 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 Rostovski. Já falamos sobre isso, já. Sorry, não mereceu vermelho. Não mereceu vermelho, está a dizer, meu amigo. Claro que não mereceu. Mas também não, mereceu, não foi preciso o gajo lá para fazer o mesmo que isto. Foi não, foi não, ganhamos na mesma. Oh, you speak português? Então, claro, Marco, pai. Então, claro que sim. Opa, oh, eu não sabia. Fala, fala. Opa, nós comemos aqueles encarnados vivos mesmo. Eles dizem que comemos vivos, mas a gente, a gente também come. Olha, olha, digo-te uma coisa. É... Posso fazer uma pergunta? É sportinguista? Somos todos, somos todos sportinguista, pai. Isto é uma coisa. Ok. Pronto. Uh, tens uma caneta e um lápis aí, não? Tenho eu. Que, que, ok. Que é? A palavra, a, a palavra não, ou coisa. Sporting. E. Sporting, é Sporting. E Sport Lisboa Benfica, S-L-B. Okay. SLB Sport Lisboa Benfica e depois temos Sporting é assim SLB quer dizer depois de Sport Lisboa Benfica quer dizer assim somos leiloados brevemente <risos> até te rir e agora e agora Sporting ok Sporting, tem muitas letras, ok? Tem é. muitas letras. E então quer dizer assim, Sporting quer dizer só pan... as letras tem, é só paneleiros ou rabichos têm interesse neste grupo. Ok, já falaste mais. Ok, sorry, Walter. Okay. Okay. Eu pensava que ias ver. Isto é um programa do Sporting. Deixa-me fazer pouco do Benfica, não é? Do Sporting. Somos em guarda. Sorry, guys. Uh, where were we? Right. <laughs> He has been. Um, yeah, man. I think Sporting played with some passion finally. You know, I, I, I've been waiting for this. Um, for like a few months now, you know, uh, I, I've been waiting a, for a performance like this for, you know, concentration level to constantly be high. 
Um, it, it, it's just, you know, I, I think another big thing that, that came about it was, uh, you know, Luis Philippe closing down the spaces up top, forcing Benfica to, to, to keep uh, keep up with these long balls. I mean, he, he didn't do much today, uh, aside from that, maybe that one shot that sort of tested Svilar, but... Um, uh, but uh, yeah, he 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 at least did the, the did what Doss doesn't do in these big games, which is chase after the ball, pressure, uh, put put pressure on the defenders, force a mistake out of them, which we did a few times, especially in the first half. And that's um, and that's a big thing. That's huge. A big, that's huge. huge because it keeps Benfica in the back, and they have to make a couple extra passes to go up front. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, you know, I, I, I really, I really like that, you know. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, it, it, and it, it sort of brings to my point on, on Baz Dost and why he sort of frustrates me, not to really kick, kick Baz Dost when he's down, but, um, you know, at, at least do these bare minimums, at least fight for, for every ball in these big games. We can't have one player missing. We can't have one player jogging. And that's one thing we didn't see today. Uh, I, I again, Bruno Fernandes, he's amazing. I didn't see Bruno Fernandes stop once. I mean, we hardly ever do, but I didn't see uh, Rafinha stop once. I didn't see Borja stop once. Um, Quats had a shaky game, but even still, like he 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 he, he fought for the shirt. Um, could have seen a yellow, definitely could have seen a yellow, but he fought for the shirt. Uh, Bruno Gaspar, even you know, uh, for all the things that we 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 talked about him, like like Steph mentioned. Um, he, he he had a good game. He he played the ball. He he played the ball well. He he defended well. He saved Quatras once. Uh, I believe it was in the first half. I can't remember if it's first or yeah. It was definitely in the first half. Um, you know, Gudeli had a had a decent game as well. Uh, me, me and Chris were talking about it just before uh, going on air. You know, Gudeli had a decent game. You know, played the ball well. Um, seen a stupid like like we mentioned. Seen a stupid yellow. I, he won the ball. I, I I don't understand what the yellow was for. Um, and then, you know, another thing that, again, sort of to harp off back on, on referees, uh, you know, he, uh, he, he, Gudeli seen a stupid yellow, but then Peasy with a tackle from behind studs up, doesn't, doesn't see a yellow at all. Um, it, it would have been great if Brunfunen scored that free kick as well off the bar, uh, a bit of a shame, but it is what it is. And, um, I mean, guys, what do you, what do you think? Deserved winners, right? Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, man, and uh, man, I, I really don't have uh, any. Uh, yeah, Steph, take it away. I don't really have any questions on this. No, man. Uh, without any doubt, man. I, I mean, Bruno Fernandes. I forgot about the double kick off the crossbar. Aquilo ia lá dentro. O Sivlar is not that good of a goalkeeper. Uh, even Benfica does not know that. The 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 the, the, the most reasonable Benfica will admit it. That is not that good. So all we had to do is, is you know, take a few shots, you know, off the box, which we did. Um, Bruno Fernandes had a field day today, and uh, he would have fucked up. Which I don't think the goal is his fault. I think it's a great goal anyway. Uh, I blame more uh, Grimaldo than uh, uh, Steve Lahr. Um But you know, Sporting deserved to win. It was a good game by Sporting. They did what they were supposed to do. Was, which was to win one nothing with one goal away, would put us in the final. Congrats to our sporting. And we are in the final in Jamor. Uh, but that's it. You know, now I want to win the cup on the 25th. That, that's what I want. You know, today's victory was great. But if we don't win the cup, it means nothing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, so, so we have a, a, our good friend here, Mike Ramon, on the, on, on the chat. Um, what do you guys think of, of the of the goal? Do you think Slivilad, you know, it is near post. I mean, I've I mentioned millions of times on this podcast how much I hate uh, a near post finish. Uh, do you think it's a it's a frango on his end, or uh, do you just think uh, Bruno Fernandes did well there? Uh, Chris, I'll pass it off to you. Yeah, I mean, I'll be the first one to to shit on Svilar for for allowing a, a goal um, uh, that he probably shouldn't have. But um, I mean, this probably isn't one of them. I mean, I mean, maybe he could have done better, and maybe Vlakodimos gets a fingertip on that and puts it onto the bar or something. But uh, I mean, that's a that's a hell of a left footed finish uh, from Bruno Fernandes. Um, I mean, I mean, it's not a great look for Svilar, but uh, I mean, it was it was a great finish. I mean, he, yeah. he's 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 do, he's dove full out and and not gotten there. So I mean, I'm not really sure what else he could have done except like be taller. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Steph, uh, what did you think of? Uh, I mean, of course, it came a bit before the goal. I mean, it, it sort of. We made that substitution, and then like three, four minutes later, we ended up scoring. But uh, what did you what did you think about Kaiser's initiative by uh, subbing in Elodi, sort of playing him at right back, playing him as a third midfielder, and then subbing in? I mean, I, I think we'd all agree that we we prefer Jovan, but he he threw in Diaby, sort of changed the formation, really go at them. Uh, what did you think of of Kaiser's performance today, or Kaiser's tactics, I, I should say? I, I loved it because he he didn't wait for eternity until. He has only five minutes left. He did something way in advance because he knew that we need to score a goal if we want to go to the final to Jamur. And he reacted quite well, and I loved it because it's it's uh, you you got to go for the win. You know, uh, make make it make it possible to win the game, and that's what he did. Like Chris said, he threw the the, the sink, and it worked out. And I like that. I like ballsy moves like that. You know. Yeah. Um, not wait until specifically at the 75th minute to make subs. It's like automatic. I, I love surprises. Like at the 60th minute, fuck it. I'm, I'm just going to do it now because we need to win the game. I like that. And he showed me that uh, when, when, when he's a coach that, you know, he, he acts upon instincts, he could actually be the coach that we saw him first in the first seven games when he came into Sporting. I want that. I don't want automatic substitutions. I don't want, you know, the same tactics all the time. But if he got caught by surprise when he when he uh, populated the midfield so much, we we were playing with three three center backs and the midfield. We had like three, five, and two. So it, it was an excellent tactic for that specific time frame, and it paid off. Uh, it, it, it got we got. Don't forget. That Brun Fernandes, before he dribbled, Grimaldo scored the goal. Uh, Befica lost the ball twice. And why? Because yeah. of the tactic we had in place. Because we had so many people in midfield gaining the ball, the second balls, and they gave Brun Fernandes a chance to score the goal. And, and, that's, and that's what we have to look at as fans. Why did we win the ball, the ball twice? Because our, our midfield was so populated. And, and that's why we, we gave Brun Fernandes that great chance after a third try, and you know, uh, congrats to 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 Kaiser uh, pulling off that move, and I and I just hope he does it more and more. 
you know, um, we we why use the same tactic for ninety minutes if you can be like a chameleon and switch tactics in the middle of the game because you have to because of the circumstances of the game, then do it. And we have we 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 have more time in our hands. The players are well vested. It's only one game exception for this week, one game per week. And uh, I think now it's paying dividends. And that's all. Yeah, yeah, agreed. And um, yeah, really, I, I don't really have much else to say. Uh, um, unless you guys have anything else to say, uh, I'll, I'll just throw it off to Chris uh, real quick. Um, who's your man of the match today? Again, another asterisk, barring <laughs> Fernandes. If Bruno Fernandes is your man of the match, to be fair, I mean, he had a great game, to be fair. So Yeah, yeah, he, he probably was. Um, but uh, a guy who I think, um, he, he was probably what made me most nervous, especially with Rostovsky being out. Um, but I thought Bruno Gaspar... Uh, did his part, uh, did more Did more than I would have ever expected. I mean, I would have accepted him just playing not catastrophic. Um, but I actually thought he played pretty well. So, I mean, I'll, I'll definitely take that uh, per- performance from him, especially in a huge game like this. He, he rose to the occasion, and I was, uh, I was pleasantly surprised by that. Um, so I, I will, uh, I'll give it to him, even though he was, he was subbed out. Uh, Kind of sacrifice of the of the tactics, but uh, I mean, it wasn't you know through his own fault or through his own play. Yeah, fair. And uh, Steph, what about you, man? I'm gonna go with uh, with Acuna, uh, even though I liked um, I liked Wendell's performance again. He, he played a great game, you know, um, um, you know, pausing the game, being an maestro at the midfield. Because don't forget that Bruno Fernandes is allowed to go to be up up more because of Wendell. Um, he gives them him the liberty, him and, and Goodelch. Let, let, you know, let, let's not forget Goodelch, he also had a very consistent game today. Uh, I like Machir. He was very consistent too. Especially yeah. especially when you play on a 3-5-2, you, you have to be very precise with your passing game. If you make those mistakes, the counter-attack is just one second away. And we made a couple of those mistakes and we almost, you know, we suffered the consequences, but luckily we didn't. But, you know, um, uh, so yeah, Acuna was good, uh, very good. Uh, you know, he, he just, it's exhausting watching him running that left left corridor and never gets tired. It's just amazing. It's just, just amazing. He amazes me how fit he is. Uh, but uh, um, Goodell, I liked him too. Machu and Wendell, definitely th- those players. And I like the fact that uh, Luis Felipe, he pressured really high uh, uh, the defenders, la- la- not letting them come out easily, comfortably. He-, he-, he pressured them all the time, which I like that in a striker. He reminds me of Slimani in that aspect of the game, pressuring the defense, never giving them a break. And against a Benfica or a Porto, a, a top-notch team, that's what you need to do. Pressure that defense. Make them make mistakes. And, uh, you know, that's all. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, yeah, my man of the match would be would be Bruno Fernandes. Um, he really took the words right out of my mouth. I, I also like the Queen. I also like Borja today. I thought Borja played well. Uh, Mathieu played really well. Uh, I, I enjoyed yeah. Mathieu going forward as well. 
guys, give me just two seconds. Just take it away from here and keep talking about the game. Cool, guys? Yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, what what really uh, amazed me about uh, Acuna's performance today was just like he he literally seemed like he he would have uh, he would have run through a brick wall uh, if Kaiser asked him to. He was he was a complete complete maniac. Uh, I mean, he he was ready to to fight the ref too. At one point, he got in the ref's face. Um, I was, I mean, he's a bit fortunate. I mean, on another game, maybe he gets sent off for that. Uh, but I mean, he, he was, uh, he just, he was ready to, to die on that field today. And I, I really appreciated, um, the, the effort that he gave. Yeah, definitely. So, you know, um, to wrap up the, the podcast for today, I'll, um, I'll go, go talk about the modalidades. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, um, the handball team we lost uh, away against uh, the Hungarian team, thirty-five to twenty-nine. But what a performance! We reached the Otavs uh, finals, round of sixteen, the first time ever from, from a Portuguese team. So kudos to our handball team. Um, um, that uh, the first leg of that game was was frustrating. Yeah, uh, we had a three-goal lead at one point, ended up squandering it. Um, it felt it felt like we could have done we could have done more, especially at home, you know, because you have to go there for the second leg. So uh, I mean, it's a great achievement to reach that far. Um, and the the hockey plays there. Do they play their Champions League game this week? So, yeah, yeah, they uh, they 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 um, they will play uh, tomorrow Saturday. Tomorrow, okay. Yeah, against Lodi of Italy. So we won away. So if. So at home we could tie it and still go through the final four, which will be in Barcelona. Um, so as well, uh, uh, but the hockey team played against uh, OK Barcelos, and we won. Uh, we won uh, five three. Uh, the um, the youth we won. Uh, um, we won juniors four one. Uh, Juvenis, uh, we lost one nothing against Braga. Iniciates, we won six nothing against Academica. Uh, our ladies, they won against uh, Befica, the first derby ever of the females' uh, history, which was uh, for a good cause for Mozambique. They raised uh, close to fifty thousand uh, euros, um, so we won one nothing. Uh, a goal of a uh, uh, goal scored by a PK from a Marshall. Um So a uh, volleyball, we reached the final, which uh, will be played against Benfica. Um, and that, and that's all I have. Hey, Danny, that's it, buddy. Oh, you missed Steph. You missed the best one. Yeah. Oh uh, yes, yeah. No, I left it for Danny because you want to. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. About futsal, of course. Yeah. We we won the Taça de Portugal in, uh, in the weekend against Benfica uh, in penalties. I believe it was three two over penalties. Six six was the score line, I believe. Five five. Sorry. Five five. Yeah, and then we won three two in penalties. Big save from our keeper, and then you know calmly finishes it. You know puts puts the nail in the coffin after with that penalty. Uh, man, it was a great game. It was a great weekend, uh, or at least in, the, in that aspect, it was a great weekend for us. Um, of course, the you know 
But anyways, uh, I'll, I'll go off to Twitter since uh, since thanks Steph for for taking over the modalities. Um, we didn't have too many questions this week. Uh, sorry, let me just pull it up here. Uh, sorry. Don't forget about goal ball. Goal ball. We were. Uh, oh, sorry. We were thank you. Oh, right. Male and female. Male and female. female. Yeah. Um, That wasn't on last podcast? When was that? Last weekend? Yes. Oh, okay. My bad then. Yeah, we're also champions. Gold ball. Yeah, female and male. Big win for for a bit. uh, It was big for Spartan, to be fair. If I'm not mistaken, that was the first time. Is it the first time in our history? or No. uh... For first time for the females. Oh, for the females then. Okay. My bad then. Uh, all right, let me go off to the questions. Uh, first is from uh, Chip from uh, Lauren. She was in the she was in the chat earlier. I think she's probably gone to bed because it's like three a.m. in the UK. Um, she asks: After winning uh, Tasa de Liga, if we were to finish third and win the Tasa Portugal, um, how successful would you rate the season? Uh, so I'll give it to both of you, but I'll start off with you, Chris. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it definitely seems better now than it did like a month ago um that's not a bad i mean that's not even a bad season really arguably in in a vacuum but when you consider uh everything that has happened uh this season everything that happened in the lead up to this season all the turmoil uh i mean uh our transfer window everything um it, it definitely seems like it wouldn't it wouldn't be so bad um and uh, i would argue that it's actually uh, overachieving mm. fair and uh how about you steph yeah i think it, uh, if we if we do win the Tasa portugal it'll be a successful uh season we already won the Tasa de liga um um after everything that happened with the attack of uh, the in the academy, um, the way our last president was uh, kicked out of the club, um, we had one coach that lasted two weeks. Um, like Chris said, all the turmoil. Um, we finally, uh, I think, the preseason was the whole. All first, first round, uh, the first uh, Primera Volta Campeonato Nacional, and finally now we're playing as a team. The players actually know each other much better. They know the coaching staff. People kind of forget that Kaiser came mid- midway, midway into into the season, so he didn't know the players. The players didn't know him. All of a sudden, we lost Nani, then we lost Montero, and then he had to uh, readjust the whole team. Um, and and finally now we could see the chemistry kicking in and and play and and, and we could see Sporting playing like a team. Um, it, it, even if Basdos doesn't come back, I'm feel more comfortable with Luis Felipe now. But of course, I want Basdos nice and healthy and come back and coming back. But to to answer the question, yeah, I think if we win the Tasa Portugal and if we finish third, which I I hope we can finish second or even still become champions of Portugal, which I know it's very difficult. But I'm very optimistic. Then, uh... Uh, uh, my question 
is what if we if we lose the Taça Portugal, would you still would you still uh, call it a successful season just just being finalists? And then third, no. we're assuming we we keep third. No, no, no because um, no, no, because we should have won last year and we didn't. If we miss it for the second time, then it'll be to me, it'll be too too hard to um, to swallow it, yeah. <laughs> to digest it. Yeah, fair. What about you, Chris? Yeah, I think that there's added pressure to win this year because of, of last year. And obviously last year's final was, I mean, that was just a week after the attack. Um, it was ob- it was like the most predictable game that we were going to obviously lose that game. Uh, but nonetheless, I mean, it was still against Avs. Uh, and, I mean, we should have won. Um, but, I mean, just as a, si- just as a side note um, uh, about Luis Philippe, I don't know if you guys noticed today, but there was two different occasions uh, that Renan Ribeiro literally not even drop kicked it on a line, literally punted the ball straight up in the air, and Luis Philippe with Ruben Diaz on his back controlled the ball perfectly both times. And I, I mean, that is really, really difficult to do. That um, I don't know. And he he did it twice, and I was just amazed. Uh, I thought he was going to try to flick the flick the ball on. He controlled it, perfect smother touch, both times. I was like, "Holy shit, man!" <laughs> it's already making up for that money, bro. That <laughs> money we wasted. <laughs> um, all right, next question comes from um, from our buddy all the way in in uh, Jordan. Uh, Abdallah Armoti, I hope I pronounced that right, at Amarty92 on Twitter. Um, uh, his, he has three questions. First question, uh, I'll pass this one off to you, Steph. Uh, do you think this match will be a reference for future Benfica matches? What do you mean? Yeah, it's a, uh, I guess, will, will, we, will we take this uh, sort of our, our game plan and, and, and bring it forward and either to, to smaller games or even to bigger games against port i guess because our next uh really uh we face Porto now twice uh i guess back-to-back games one in the la- end of the season do you think that this Benfica game will, will will be a sort of reference point to really have the team that this is the bare minimum that the team gives basically from now from here on out well uh, the, each each game is um is a different uh different setting uh in this game Benfica came more um, the the way they they were playing the game is to tie the game. They didn't they didn't play to win the game, and I think, and, and to me, le, le, them le, being less aggressive, playing the counter attack, it, it was wrong by Bruno Lage. If I was Benfica, I would say no. Let's play let's play to win the game. But I think Bruno Lage was already thinking about uh, the weekend game, and that's good because this this game was more important to Sporting. We had more to lose than to gain than Befica. Because uh, I don't know if you saw the Flash interview. Uh, Bloom Lodge uh, right away said, hey, uh, the Portuguese Cup is a beautiful trophy, but the most important one, the dream, the dream I have, we have, is the Portuguese Championship. So uh, minimizing the, the, the competition, the Taça de Portugal. Uh, but... Yeah, it could be used as a reference if, if 
uh, our opponents play the same way as Benfica played today in a, in a, in a counter mode uh, way, then yeah, we can use it as a reference. And, and then you don't. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so long as we, we catch them on a good time, we'll, we'll, we'll hopefully bring Abdallah to the, to, to the podcast soon. Uh, his second question, Chris, I'll pass it off to you. Uh, and it, it's actually perfectly timed. Um, how much do you rate Luis Philippe? Uh, well, uh, I definitely think he is not, he shouldn't be the starter. Um, we, we should be able to, to do better than that. Um, but I am starting to come around a little bit these past two games. He's played pretty well. Um, so I do think that he's worth keeping around. Uh, you know, relatively speaking, uh, he, he only cost half a million euros. I mean, that's not cheap, but it's also not expensive, especially for a depth option. Um, I don't, can't imagine his salary is, is too high. Um, and I mean, that's the kind of player that you kind of want, uh, to have as a, a, a third option, probably. Um, I mean... If you compare him to to what we've had in the past, players like Castanhos or Barco, um, you know, I think that he he's a better option than, than any of them. So he's definitely worth keeping around, but uh, I don't think that we should be leaning on him to be our our main striker by any means. Yeah, agreed. And uh, last question, I'll, I'll give to both of you, um, Steph. I'll start off with you first. How should Kaiser stay? Or sorry, not how. Should Kaiser stay for the next season? Yes. Agreed. And, and how about you, Chris? Uh, probably. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, at this point, um, I think if he wins the test in Portugal, uh, unquestionably, um, uh, he, he did have a run of form there. Basically, the reason we're not in the title race right now is because of the month of January. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and that was kind of rough. Uh, especially after starting so well. Um, but they've kind of come around uh, recently. Um, we did get drubbed 4-2 by Benfica. That was an all-around horrible game. Um, but I think he uh, probably made up for it uh, today with his game plan. Yeah, I agree. And, and I, I, I think he should stay on for at least uh, for at least the beginning of the season or for the next season. Um he he even to you bring a good point on on the month of January. He mentioned it on his on the uh, interview he had with Sporting TV um, that his biggest surprise was uh, how tough the months of January uh, are. Uh, he mentioned winter break. I don't think the Eredivisie the has a winter break. I could be wrong. Uh, it might be like a week or two, uh, like the Bundesliga, and not like the the Russian league. But um, but yeah, I think I think it, this sort of uh, this is sort of a good baptism of fire for him. Um, to come in to, to sort of learn the league um, because I mean we can't ignore the promising start he had um, it, it sort of fiddled away but uh, even now when we're, we're not playing the greatest uh, we're still sort of getting the results like we did against Shavs and then of course today uh, I think boosted stock up a lot more um, it, it's just, I think it, it's just, uh, uh, the biggest problem with Kaiser. I think we all agree here is his inability to, to rotate the side well enough or his inability to really read players. Uh, like the fact that Gudeli has been starting constantly. I mean, credit to Gudeli. He's had a, he had a decent game today, but, um, even when Dumbia came in, I, I was more 
relaxed and more confident, we wouldn't we wouldn't suffer that one one towards the end. Um, you know, uh, um, Dumbia against um, was a Stubal when he came in um, a few weeks back. Uh, he looked. He looked like the CDM that we need, and 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 Kudeli just, just he just doesn't look like the CDM. So, um, to to me, I think that's Kaiser's biggest issue with us. Um, and I think if he can fix it and, and and really rotate the side next year, really bleed in some youth prospects like uh, he was sort of advertised as being able to do or or, or wanting to do, I think uh, I think he he has he has the capability of being successful here at least. You know. Um, Sorry, sorry for that ramble, guys. Um, yeah, that's really it. Uh, unless you guys have anything else more to add or to say, just just the uh, predictions. Ah, claro. Já estou a perder a cabeça, man. It's on Sunday. We play Riwab at home. Um, tough game, though. Riwab is coming from a from a loss uh, against Desportivo da Javs, I believe, two nothing. Yeah. Um, you know, Riwab sort of having a, a a decent start to the season, sort of faltering away now. Um, they're in what ninth now? Wow, three points behind Santa Clara, tied in points with Portimonense. Um, Steph, I'll start off with you, man. What are your predictions on the game? What, what do you what do you see uh, coming from this game? I think we'll win three uh, nothing. We uh, we on the on the high wave, uh, full of confidence, especially with today's win. Um, so we we um, accomplished two of our goals, which was uh, final the Tasa da Liga, which we won against Porto, and we reached the final the Tasa Portugal, and hopefully we'll win again. So now we have nothing to lose. The seven remaining games of the Ta- Liga Nos, uh, yeah. we can basically play with no pressure. Really, I mean, no one is expecting us to. To win the title, so we could sneak in and maybe pull a surprise. And oh, and I forgot to mention, by reaching the final of Tasa Portugal, we basically guaranteed yeah. the group phase of uh, Liga Europa. So yeah. we don't, we, we won't have to play any playoffs, which is which is very important because we'll have a better preseason. Yeah, we'll have more time to train for sure. Um, that's a great point. I forgot to mention that too. Um, yeah, and especially if, if Porto uh, if Porto come in first, um, not that I care. To me, it's a for the who, whoever wins. But if Porto comes in first, it's even better for us because uh, they're automatically qualified for the Champions League. So, um, actually, wait, never mind. Uh, yeah, you're right. Never mind. It doesn't even make a difference. Sorry, no, never makes, mind. Yeah, it doesn't it, make a difference. First or second for makes, them, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes no difference because the yeah. first one will go to the Champions League, second one playoff. And even if they lose that, that playoff, they make it to Europa League right away. Correct. Exactly. Okay. Never mind. No. Yeah. No. no? Uh, the the second place doesn't go into the playoff. They go into the third qualifying round. Uh, if you remember, Benfica had to play two games. Oh right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. When when I said playoff, I mean you know. Yeah, yeah. They got to they got to play extra games yeah, before yeah. The, the the group stage. Yeah. So they they would have two rounds to play. Yeah. Um, and then exactly. if they were to lose that first, th- if they were to lose that first tie. They would go into the Europa League playoff then. Playoff, exactly. You're correct. Mm. But does so that won't affect us at all. Whether no. if let's not at all, no, no, no. Okay, no. okay. No, at, cheap. Atasa Portugal was decided by the Liga Nords and after the sound that uh, whoever wins it will go straight to the group stage. It's it's kind of a um, an award, a, um, a no, an accomplishment. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
All right, that's yeah. that's sick then. For uh, perfect for us then, for sure. It's good for um, more tight ends too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, that opens up a spot for them. That's a great point. Yes, yes that is a great yes, point. It's yeah, the fifth spot will matter. Yeah. Hopefully they don't well, uh, they don't forget registration like Ops did last season. You know. Well, no, I don't think Ops Ops kind of forgot, but at the same time they they didn't. They weren't expecting it. The, the yeah. Cost. Yeah, of of the trips and the hotels and all that shit, it's expensive. And to upgrade the stadium, I think. Is yeah. Yes. Something. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Good point, uh, Chris. Uh, I'll throw it off to you. Who do you have? What do you, What do you think? Um. Yeah. Obviously, we're riding uh, the highest that we've been uh, in a while now. Uh, and uh, Rewab's obviously had a disappointing season, as mentioned. Um, so, um, I mean, uh, it's, uh, I think that we should, we should be able to keep rolling, but also it's, it's very possible. It could be a classic let up, let up game or a trap game. True. Um, but I do think we get the job done, uh, two, one, um, a bit so free though, uh, but, um, you know, we're playing at home. We've typically played pretty well at home. Uh, so it's tough, tough to bet against sporting, uh, in this game. Yeah, and Steph, you said three nothing, correct? Yes. All right, I'll I'll, I'll go in the middle. I'll, I'll go with a uh, a three one because uh, I, we we can clearly keep a clean sheet against the big teams, but not against the small teams, you know. Um, actually, and a special mention to uh, I'm sorry if I mispronounce your name right now, Garrick, Garrick Philip, uh, who says four one a goal from Bruno, Philippe, Wendell, and Rafinha with Cointrão scoring for Riwav. Which would be sick. I'd like that. Uh, you know, a nice a coin tone send off at Avalad. Um, anyways, unless anybody else wants to mention anything else, uh, that is the end of our podcast, podcast number forty. Um, it was a it was a pleasure, guys. Sorry about my dad rambling a bit. I thought he was going to say something funny or cool, and instead of uh, instead of that joke, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. I don't know where he was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> anyways boys a pleasure uh guys everybody on the chat lauren johnny garrick um our 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 lumpion friend i'm kidding our big figista friend uh michael thank you for joining us uh lauren of course who's still up i was actually wrong about that shout out to you lauren uh capado as well uh and uh am i missing anybody else and uh, no, that's it, guys. Thank you very much. Oh, and of course, our Aussie Tuga, Jose Costa, who was on earlier. Um, anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for interacting with us on Twitter. Um, you know, we really appreciate it. Until next time, guys. Um, yeah, ciao. Viva Sporting. Viva. <laughs>